Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week... So Michigan lost 38-21 to Indiana. The first time they've lost to Indiana in like a million years. And we know that nobody wants to hear about it. If you do, I'm sorry, go get some help. But we we don't want to talk about it. No one wants to hear about it. It was kind of just like another nail in the coffin. Like we weren't expecting much from this game and it went pretty much worse than we expected. So we have some fun stuff for you guys today. Uh, Specifically, if anyone listening is named either Jim Harbaugh or Don Brown, we have some segments today that hopefully will help you out with your futures and your careers. Exactly. Um, I think we all thought the game win as we felt like it would and it really turned out to be like that and props to all of you that actually sat through all of it without like looking through like misty eyes um and had the strength to watch all four quarters of that game I commend you and you all deserve an award so for a superlative of this week it's all the fans that um watch the game you get the gold star award (laughs) um Um, but I guess since we're gonna divert away from something that causes pain and sadness we're gonna like Han said do some like more like silly segments I'm gonna bring that back and we're gonna obviously kind of delve into what people have been talking about since the Indiana game and we kind of mentioned it briefly previewing the Indiana game about the fate of Jim Harbaugh and by extension, Don Brown, their careers at Michigan as the head coach and defensive coordinator, respectively. Um, so, Hannah, what do we got? Yeah, so, I mean, Michigan fans have been calling for Harbaugh's head since 2016. Um this is nothing new, but it does have, like, a little bit more push behind it now because I think that you'd be crazy if you aren't calling for his head. I mean, <laughs> Harbaugh is now on the hot seat. Like, this has been a narrative his entire tenure here. He is now officially on the hot seat, and I think Michigan fans will be mad if he is not – if he doesn't leave soon. But Michael Spath, who is a Michigan uh, journalist, radio guy – I don't really know what his official title is. He's kind of hopped around between – places but he he's in he's part of the the establishment of Michigan sports personalities so he has some really good sources um and ends to the department he tweeted I have been told repeatedly the only way Jim is not here in 2021 is if Jim decides to walk away and I don't think that's really news if you know anything about Michigan's athletic department and Ward Manual mm-hmm. um the things he said about Jim Harbaugh and his relationship with Jim Harbaugh uh, Jim Harbaugh is a Michigan man, and Michigan is not going to fire him. However, he could they could mutually decide to part ways, you know. He could be highly encouraged mm-hmm. to take another position elsewhere. So Harley and I have been brainstorming what kinds of jobs <laughs> would lure Jim Harbaugh away from this dream job of head coaching at his alma mater. Uh, and I think or we have some just good kind ones. of jobs that are like we think he would be good at. Yeah, that's true. Either or. Some of them might not be necessarily alluring to some of you people listening, but I just like picturing him doing some of these things just kind of brings me joy. And I think it might bring him joy too. I think so. I think we've got him pretty much figured out. Do you want to do the first one? I think as we progress, it'll probably get into things that would 
lure him away. So, yes. So, I honestly, this came to my mind just, like, thinking, like, hmm, what can I see Jim Harbaugh doing? And honestly, it was kind of weird, but I could just see him, like, flipping pancakes and, like, making people pancakes at, like, a diner. And I was like, you know where he would fit in best? At, like, a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as Hannah said Denny's, I was like, that is the perfect atmosphere for a man like Jim Harbaugh. I could just, can you just picture for a moment Jim Harbaugh at a Denny's? I'm sure he might have been to one maybe multiple times in his life. And he's like, you know what? It's time for me to flip some of those flapjacks for some cash. And maybe he should look into it. Yeah. I mean, if you think of, like, diners in Ann Arbor, like, obviously there's Fleetwood, there's, uh, what's it called, the one on Maynard Franks or something, and then there's, like... Oh, I love Franks. Yeah. So... Like Denny's. But, like, Harbaugh's a Denny's guy. Like, we, <laughs> he's, he's a Denny's guy through and through. Um, the, and then <laughs> the next thing we have on the list, um, up until recently, Harbaugh was known for those iconic Lululemon khakis, and little known fact... If you well, the khakis were back on Saturday. Oh, were they? Okay, yes. <laughs> you can see how much I cared about him on Saturday. Um, <laughs> he um, I just well, saw a tweet about it. I don't think I actually looked at his pants, but I believe it. Um, as a fool, <laughs> I have a question. Do you think like so fitness trainers, like fitness instructors, get a, an employee discount at Lululemon? Do you think Harbaugh's job counts as being a fitness instructor? Mm. I think they'd just be like, I think you can afford Lululemon. Okay, well, like, here's the thing. That's what I would do if you tried to get the, like, fitness instructor, like, <laughs> honor. I'd be like, mm, maybe get someone else on your coaching staff and just use their discount. <laughs> because what if the, the fitness instructor employee, di- or if fitness instructor Lululemon discount is what keeps him at Michigan? This is why we really need to lure him away. And I think a job at Lululemon is the perfect thing for that. He can get a discount. He can get free, like, I think yoga classes and stuff. And he can get as many Lululemon khakis as he wants. So that is right up his alley. Should I take I the next to one, too? Or do you want to take that one? I think I'll take the next one. Okay. Mostly because this is what I was thinking about before Hannah brought up about him actually working at Lululemon. I was like, how about he just open his own Jim Harbaugh brand khakis? And then Hannah went on to add, what if it goes on to compete with Lululemon, which would drive up business for Lululemon themselves, while also making him competitive in the khaki market. And what better way to sell khakis than the man that made khakis famous himself than Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> he made khakis cool. <laughs> or did he? Not, not really, but <laughs> um, You can take the next one, too. <laughs> oh, I also just kind of figured, mostly because he's probably been working for, like, ever, and I think he's, like, maybe at a point where, like, it might be just best for him to, like, hang out at home for the whole of his kids and, like, maybe be, like, a stay-at-home dad. Like, there's nothing wrong with retiring early. Just, like, hang out with your family, like, mow the lawn, like, I don't know, watch TV or something, get a dog, hang out with the dog, I don't know. Do they have dogs? Uh, I don't know. But, but I, think he, I think he's sitting on enough, and he can just, like, maybe do some, like, commercial stuff on the sides, maybe go on some, like, podcasts or, like, hang out on, like, the Big Ten Network every now and again, like... 
I honestly think he's already set. And, like, me knowing people that have, like, been, like, hard workers their whole life, I'm sure, like, now he can, like, really just step back from, like, the whole coaching aspect and be like, you know what? I think there's something I want to do for myself. And, like, maybe it's the business that I just mentioned in the previous one. Who knows? But I think he could really do it. Like, and maybe a year of just being a stay-at-home dad. Maybe two. And then just start, like, figuring out his next move. Maybe as a business owner. Or maybe flipping pancakes. Who knows? Yeah, I definitely think that Harbaugh's a very driven guy. And I think it will eat him alive that he never beat Urban Meyer, Ryan Day. He never, he never really got to those accomplishments that he wanted. But like Harley was saying, there are other things he can put his energy into. And so mm-hmm. Jim... Jim, Jimmy boy, if you're listening, I have an idea, <laughs> a business idea, if you will. Okay, so like social media. You have a social media. Right. You're not great at it. You occasionally say some weird things, but not not much. True. We know you love milk, whole milk specifically. Mm-hmm. Imagine if your Instagram, Instagram became de- dedicated to milk and like milk influencing, if you will. So you became a milk influencer and you could showcase like a different brand ambassador. Yeah, for like, like life. So it could go like a couple different ways. It could go okay. that he reviews milk, and companies just send him free milk in exchange for a review. Or he could mm-hmm. partner with like a specific milk brand, and like specifically endorse that brand. Or he could like raise his own cattle and make milk and make sell it to his milk. Instagram followers. <laughs> so that would be really cool. Yeah. Maybe he needs to get a dairy farm. We <laughs> should put that on the a list. dairy farm. Which can move on to the next one. What if he was just a milkman? He went door to door selling his milk like back in the old days. I feel like maybe as a kid he would have done that or maybe he was like super excited when the milkman came to his door. I don't actually know if the milkman came to his door. I don't actually know how old he is and when milkman stopped being like obsolete. Um, <laughs> or, <laughs> but or became obsolete. Um, but maybe he should bring it back. I don't know, maybe necessarily not in this particular climate, but I think he could be a milkman. There's like drop his milk off at the door and, like, will you leave the empty cans out? It's like Santa Claus, but Harbaugh and milk. No, 100%. I think he'd be a great milkman. <laughs> I mean, maybe he shouldn't do it in Ann Arbor. He might get some negative remarks. But, hey, move to Columbus. Mm-hmm. They probably love him there. <laughs> Everything he's done there. Go deliver milk in Columbus. Um, that, would, that doesn't really particularly sound pleasant to me. They might just, like, throw the milk back at him. But, you know. Yeah. But it I mean, is what it is. they might also thank him for the way that his teams played against their teams. Good point. <laughs> um, so the next one we have is a flag football coach. I think this one is pretty self-explanatory and maybe the highest level that he is able to get a coaching job in now. And we know that coaching is his real life passion outside of playing. He loves being a coach. He loves winning games. And honestly, I think that some of these um plays that he's been calling or well he hasn't been calling plays lately but these plays that he's drawn up over the years at Michigan could go really well in flag football so maybe that's something to consider that is something to consider and then of course by like default and I kind of mentioned this because I was like oh like if Pep Hamilton has a job in the NFL Jim Harbaugh can have a job in the NFL 
And obviously, I'm sure that's something he actually wants to do with his life, because, like you just said, one of his passions is coaching in the game of football, and I think it might be an avenue for him to explore, and I know that was a lot of part of the narrative, like, they always thought the NFL would take him away, but honestly, at this point, I'm not scared of the NFL taking him away. I want the NFL to take him away. So the NFL, if you're listening, please take him away. NBA took Charles Matthews, NFL take Jim Harbaugh. And yeah, I could, like, in all seriousness, I don't know if he would take an assistant coaching job after he's, like, already been an NFL head coach and a college head coach at a top program, quote-unquote top program. But, like, at this point. Maybe. Hear me out. We kick him down the road. He goes to the Lions. You know, like, that's... Okay, I don't know enough about the Lions, but I mean, I know Matt Patricia's on the hot seat as much as Jim Harbaugh is. We might as well do a little switcheroo. I was like, I don't want to switcheroo necessarily, but I'm like, if the Lions are looking, we have someone that is dusting off their resume as we speak. We can even do a little, like, under the table deal. Like, nothing official, they just kind of like... Just he just kind of heads over there. Just take a little walk. Because I saw Jimmy. a lot of Lions fans in distress yesterday. So yeah. why not just take the like source of your pain, if you're a Michigan fan, and just push him to the other source of your pain and see what he does there? Yeah. In all honesty, like I just don't know enough about the NFL to know what head coaching jobs would be like an option for him there because he mm-hmm. did coach at the highest level in the NFL. Like He was in the Super Bowl. I don't really know, like, if how poorly he's performed at Michigan has tainted his reputation as an NFL coach, or if it's just kind of like, yeah, college wasn't a fit for him. He's He was good in the NFL, though. Like, I really don't know which it is. It could be. It's kind of like the anti, like, John Beeline. Like, he was more successful in college than he was in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just more successful in the NFL than he is in the NCAA. Yeah. I mean, that's Football. what's played out so far. Yeah. So let's just test him out. Maybe the Lions should give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... And what else do you got to lose, Lions fans? You're already losing. Lions fans literally have nothing else to lose. I mean, at this point, Michigan yeah. fans don't either. But usually Michigan no. <laughs> fans have about 10 games per season to lose or like at least like eight games to lose. Lions fans, I don't know how you guys are doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Jim, assuming you're still listening, um, I have some advice for you, uh, courtesy of the University of Michigan Career Center that gave me the advice when I was in a similar situation, um, looking for a job. Um, so if you're writing your resume, I don't know how, you know, I'm sure there's a little bit of nepotism in the NFL, maybe just a little, but assuming that you apply for a job, you know, on Indeed, you apply for a head coaching job in the NFL, um, and you need to submit mm-hmm. a resume, as I'm sure you always do, um, I'm going to give you some resume advice. Okay, so your objective is to find a job. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And yes. you're going to write the bullets in your bullet points on your resume in bullet plus format, which is what the Career Center calls it. So your bullet is okay. what you did. So like, coached the Michigan Wolverines. And then you're not going to just leave it at that. You're going to do plus, but you don't put the plus. It's just like a mental plus. The why, the how, or the impact. So like, coached the Wolverines to multiple mediocre seasons and two arguably bad seasons. That is the way to write it. 
you have distinct numbers and you have the impact. Um, another one you could do would be, um, hmm, what's something else you did? Lost to Ohio State because I was a really bad coach. So you have lost to Ohio State is what you did. And because I was a really bad coach is why you did it. Um, you could also sub that out for I didn't care enough. My team wasn't impassioned enough. I refused to make adjustments. Any one of those would work. But yeah, that's exactly what you want to put on your resume when you're applying for the NFL. Or if you're applying for Denny's. (laughs) I like it. I don't know if that's necessarily effective, but it is brutally honest, and maybe (laughs) employers appreciate that. Because that is definitely something they wouldn't see on a typical resume because everyone's just trying to, like, make themselves look good. But, you know, honesty goes a long way these days. Um, but I wish you the best. Um, maybe start looking at the resume. Um, I but, recommend the Career Center. <laughs> what if you yeah, showed up at the Career all, Center? <laughs> take advantage of all the resources that the University of Michigan has. Um, and uh, I, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> and moving on from that as well. There's another person that's probably definitely on the hot seat probably over the course of the last few years. Just given the stubbornness and the lack of adjusting to things and being blown out by Ohio State constantly is our dear friend John Brown. And I want to bid him a farewell, potentially. Who knows? I don't actually know anything. Um, With the recipe for um, his favorite drink at Starbucks, So, Don Brown, if you're listening, this is how you make it at home. So, you can actually buy the Starbucks vanilla syrup. Just go to your local Starbucks, ask to buy it. If they have enough for you to sell to you, they will. And then you take it home, and you're going to put five pumps of that vanilla syrup into your cup. Um, And then you're going to steam whatever milk that you prefer. We use 2% when we make your drink. And you're going to steam it till I guess if you have Hannah's milk frother thing, you're going to just put it on the hot setting. And if you have a really nice fancy one, like my work machines, you're going to steam it till 160 degrees. And you're going to pour that milk on top of the vanilla, add some whipped cream, and you're all set to go. And I hope that it's nice and comfy and cozy for you to also be sending your resume out to people in hopes of finding a new job that is not at the University of Michigan. We appreciated your attempts here, and it is time for you to move back to the New England era. Tell Hannah I said hi. (laughs) Yeah, Don Brown, when you're here, I hope you aren't disappointed by the lack of Starbucks. Like, there are none. Um, (laughs) I don't think you can get a vanilla steamer at Dunkin'. I actually don't know, but I kind of doubt it. Um... So, moving on from that, Harley, do you want to take away with the discussion question? Yes. So, I was kind of, like, thinking just as, like, I'm sure I mentioned it previously, like, how we never really had that season where we were, like, garbage and actually could call for, like, Jim Harbaugh's head. But 2020 has been, like, unfolding itself as, like, a weird, like, expose piece so to speak like we're finally seeing the flaws that like we all were hearing on or like whispers about on like the dl but like now it's like fully like out for the world to see 
And I'm just wondering if like this is finally the time that we have together to just come together as a, like an in, like impactful unit of force and just fight for our football program in the sense of bringing in like fresh blood in our coaching positions and that maybe it's time for this Harbaugh project to be over and now we finally have an excuse almost and I'm like considering is this an attempt to like finally see the true colors or are we just like writing this off completely because it's just a 2020 like short season it doesn't really matter anyway Mm -mm. like how are people feeling about this like a lot of people are saying it doesn't really matter but on the other hand we're like this is finally the time that we have we're going to capitalize on all those feelings that we feel after Ohio State every single year and we call for Jim Harbaugh or some weird embarrassing loss to like Wisconsin or Penn State and we're all like is he on the hot seat or not I'm like I think this is the time we have folks is this how we're feeling you know is this the chance that we finally have? What are we thinking about that? Can I be the representative of, like, the people? Okay. Okay, so the people are feeling, like, I don't know who's saying, like, it's a short season, it doesn't matter. Yes, I know technically it doesn't matter, but, like, the teams we are losing to, it like, COVID doesn't affect that, you know? Like, yes, COVID is affecting everything, but it's affecting all programs. Like, I don't know, I just think that's a lame excuse. Um, Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, me as the people, I believe that we need to rally behind what Harley just said and fire Jim Harbaugh. Enough is enough. Good coaches. Okay, he's a mediocre coach. He's consistently been a good, on the good end of mediocre slash on the mediocre end of good in terms of coaching. Consistently. Mm -hmm. Good coaches, and we're talking, like, elite coaches, um, the Dabos, the Nick Sabans, the Urban Myers, they do not have seasons like the one I mean they okay so they once in a while will have a season like the one that we had maybe last year but very very rarely like Alabama last year was like the one time they've had a season like that in forever um good coaches don't have season okay wait (laughs) what am I saying elite coaches don't have seasons like the ones that Harbaugh consistently has good coaches don't have seasons like the one we're having right now which puts Harbaugh squarely in mediocre. Mediocre is not what we stand for here at the University of Michigan. We, what is it like, stand for excellence and Midwestern values and an enthusiasm unknown for mankind. That is not what I am seeing mm-hmm. from Mr. Jim Harbaugh. And therefore, as the people, I would like to say enough is enough. But also, I am really, really easily bought into the hype. So I would like to take a moment to like solemnly swear that I will not ever again rally behind Jim Harbaugh. So I'd like to say I, Hannah Harshi, solemnly swear that I want Jim Harbaugh to be fired now and forevermore. Amen. (laughs) And all I said was that I think we're going to lose to Maryland, which is even more cause for uproar. We'll get all the DC alumni to be mad. And we're just, as we fall, because obviously everywhere you go, there's people that went to Michigan, like Michigan, that whole shebang. And I think that the more that we, the more places that we fall to in the Big Ten, the more likelihood that more people are going to rise. And it's just, like, really, like, already losing to, like, an MSU that lost to a Rutgers. Like, it's already getting to people. And if we lose it to, like, the Maryland and Rutgers that we have on our schedule, I think this will be the final, like, nail in the coffin like we're done we're throwing in the towel 
and I don't know if I can stomach another another game. I really wish football was over, and I really think. And I said, like, tiny preview for Wisconsin. Luckily, the trajectory that Wisconsin has been on, I'm praying so hard to the football gods that the game is canceled and that no one has to watch this and we can all just sit at home and enjoy our Saturday nights at, like, a 7.30 when kickoff would have been. And I just, I really hope that we don't have to look at it and I don't have to watch it. Yeah, I just really like. I don't wish COVID nineteen on Wisconsin. I really don't. But I know that they're being really dumb about it. Which you get what you deserve when you're messing with the virus. But at the same time, I'm like, I just really don't want to look at it. I really don't want to hear about it. Don't want to look about people talking about it. I don't want to watch it. It's just gonna be bad. Like we're not gonna win. We're not gonna win again. And the curtain on this team is like the Wizard of Oz out here. Like we pull back the curtain. MSU I guess was the Toto and they're like, you're just a man. You're not this like weird entity god thing. And I'm done. We have seen behind the curtain. We're not gonna win. We're not gonna win on Saturday. <laughs> We're not gonna win in the future. It's over. Put him on the hot seat. Put him in the air balloon. Send him. Send him away. I can't. Yeah, I remember like this just came flooding back to me last year after Wisconsin. Everyone was like, "If we want Harbaugh to be fired, we have to like take action and stop going to the games <laughs> because that is the one way that the athletic department will listen is like if the tickets aren't being sold." And um, unfortunately, that's not an option this year. But we do need to take action. Sign a petition. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Maybe like write a letter. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe just don't watch. You don't need that. No. Get a nice like hot chocolate. Spike it if you want to. If you're like at the age where you could spike it, and like just hang out. Maybe watch your Christmas movie. I've already watched like two and a half already. We're or the worst Michigan sports <laughs> podcast out there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch football. Don't do it. It's stupid. There's no point to it. There's no joy to be had from it. Never, right. like... There's no joy. But Christmas is joyous. Anyway, that being said, Harley, do you want to uh, preview, like, everything you haven't said yet for the Wisconsin game? Hmm, that's right. Okay, so Wisconsin is on Saturday. There, you're currently ranked 13. Um, it is going to be here in Ann Arbor, um, I guess here for me, not here for Han. Um, so we all know how that went last time. It is a night game. It is against a Wisconsin team that is probably considerably better than we are. I'm just going to say that as a default, mostly because we haven't seen Wisconsin play because they've been out for two weeks. Um, but we'll see how they actually act. Don't get your hopes up if you actually, like, hang in there with Wisconsin at any point because they've been gone down for the count for two weeks. Um, and if Wisconsin looks bad, that's just a testament to them as well because we're already bad, so um, I'm not expecting anything. Um, and I guess... Because I think my dad mentioned that Brutus isn't allowed into the games, so I'm wondering if... The Badger guy is allowed into the game. 
And will he be doing the push-ups? Will he be wearing a mask? If he's allowed in at all. Like he is wears he a mask. People, people <laughs> yeah. You know? We, well, like, or is, is it a real badger? A mask? I don't want to be a real badger in there. I don't know. Um, I I mean, I'm sure that they're operating under the same rules as the rest of the Big Ten, so I don't know if they're actually allowed in there. Um, which will be a sight to see. Obviously, no home field advantage because that doesn't matter anyway to Michigan. Um, <laughs> I yeah, like I said, just don't really expect anything. If you're gonna watch it at all, just. I don't know, pretend it's a simulation and, like, you didn't pull, like, the cards for it. And you're like, why am I existing on this timeline? Um, good but other good than that, I, Yeah, other than that, maybe you're just going to watch it for football's sake, but don't watch it as a Michigan fan. Just watch it, just watch it as, like, you're an SEC fan and you're watching this game for whatever reason. Yeah. Because I guess it's the only thing on. That's all I have. Yeah, I don't have much Anything more either. Um, I mean, like, peppermint mochas are back. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Football sucks. Don't keep that toxicity in your life, but keep listening to our football <laughs> podcast. That's true, because um, we're officially a month away from basketball, which is really promising. I At least I hope it's promising. I, <laughs> I don't know. Football has got me really down here, so... Ugh. We'll see. I'm really excited about it. Um, not football, basketball. So we'll be the most elite Michigan sports podcast in the realm of basketball when that comes around. Yes, so, sir. I'll see you in a month, chipper and happy and ready to see the ball tip for the first time this season. All right. Good chat today, Harley. <laughs> Thank you. Well, have fun on Saturday, everyone. I don't know if I'll be participating. I'll probably be reading all of your tweets, so make them nice and funny for me. Um, And we'll see you back again next week. Go Blue. Go Blue. Yeah.